Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Talk about Apple, maybe some other retailers. We need to talk about millionaires, more specifically, how negative millionaires are. We need to talk about a book that has recently been authored by Dr. Jordan, I'm going to say Grummet. We're going to talk about Australia housing market suffering a record drop. And then finally, we are going to bring up some very recent data from CoreLogic about the U.S. housing market. So let's get into it right away. It is January 3rd, Tuesday, January 3rd. This is your financial news. Number one, we got to start with Tesla. Tesla came in with an impressive 40% delivery growth. Unfortunately, their executives had said that they will be growing near 50%. So again, while 40% is impressive, no doubt, it is below expectation. Then as far as estimates go, they missed delivery by about 20,000. So expect Tesla to be down today. Uh, on top of that, let's not forget my warning from September. When Elon Musk sent that first tweet about, hey, the Fed must cut whatever that was, we did a daily financial news where we talked about Tesla and Apple being the final stalwarts to break. And we talked about in that daily financial news way back in September about getting out, right? When billionaires complain, there's money to be made. So if you went short Tesla at that time or just got out and saved yourself some pain, congratulations. Uh, Tesla is going to unfortunately go through a reevaluation and uh, we'll see where the pain stops. Again, 40% growth for an automaker. Not bad. Unfortunately, expectations were close, closer to 50%. Uh, next up, let's talk about Apple. I suspect that today's trading day, Apple will feel some, I don't know, pain as well. Because again, like we talked about in September, Tesla and Apple make amazing products. Unfortunately, they are at the high end of their area of expertise and heading into a recession, heading into an environment where demand was likely pulled forward, right? Uh, it is going to be very tough compares. People will say, hey, I don't need the latest X, Y, or Z. I will wait, wait, wait until the future becomes more clear. On top of that, I expect this final question mark. I expect there to be some negative pre-announcements. They might wait till next week because, again, what happens in organizations as somebody who was an accountant? My job, way back when, when I was working at Quantum Disk Drives, after the quarter closed, we went through a series of days to get to the financial statement. So what is likely happening at many, many companies today is the accountants are getting around the numbers. They will probably have preliminary numbers 
by Thursday. Maybe Friday, but probably Thursday. The executives will look at those numbers and go, wow, we missed. Is this a material miss? If it is, you will have a pre-announcement. On top of that, this might be the corner, quarter, where we come out and have the kitchen sink, right? Lower expectation, take the pain now so we can get over it in the future. So who is going to do this? Snap did it in Q3, if memory serves, or actually Q2. Micron did it in Q3. Who's going to do it for their Q4 earnings? I think that is important. Will it be a consumer-based retailer who maybe had a disappointing holiday sales? Is it a retailer that says, hey, we hit top line, but we had to discount everything and blow it out? I don't know. Millionaires. I read an article about millionaires, and apparently there is a record number of millionaires that are betting against the stock market, i.e. they are negative. The article wasn't very clear, so I'm going to read you both these numbers, and you and I will go through them together. 56% of millionaires expect the stock market at the end of this year to be at least 10% lower. 33% expect the stock market to be 15% lower. Now, originally when I read this article, I'm like, oh my God, 89% of millionaires, right? 56 plus 33, think the stock market is going down 10 to 15%. But as I read it more and more and more, I actually believe the article was being purposefully vague. I actually believe that 33% is inside the 56. That's what I think they're saying. So basically, 56% expect 10%, 33%, which is, what would that be? 23%. So 23% expect 10% or less, 33% expect 15% or more. So. I don't think it's as quite as bad as the article made it seem, but I could be reading it wrong. I read it 10 times, that paragraph, and I'm like, I don't know what you're trying to tell me. Nonetheless, they are more bearish than any year except 2008. That is interesting. It's also interesting because 2008 wasn't a horrible year to buy, right? Maybe, uh, maybe you were a little early, but it wasn't horrible. Go back and look at the charts. Also, in these reports, we seem to have an age bias, which I find very interesting. If you are Generation X or a baby boomer, you are more negative. Could that be because we've experienced this before? Could we have PTSD? Could we just be afraid? Could we be closer to retirement and thus any meaningful downside hurts more? Maybe. 46% or no, 61% of baby boomers expect a drop in 2023. That's meaningful. While 81% of millennials expect the stock market to be up. That is quite a divergence. So if you're a millennial, my daughter's age or below, you expect stocks to be up. If you're my age and above, you expect stocks to be down. I wonder why that is. Is it just an age bias? Is it, hey, we're closer to retirement and we can't suffer a meaningful loss? We have no time to rebuild? I don't know, but I found that very, very interesting. Next up, let's talk about a book written by Dr. Jordan Grummet. 
The title of the book is Taking Stock, A Hospice Doctor's Advice on Financial Independence, Building Wealth, and Living Regret-Free Life. I still remember the first time I heard Gary V talk about going to a old folks home and talking to the folks there about their lives. And it is interesting to see that most folks, hey, Kip, how you doing? Thank you for the uh, super chat. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, first time in front of the whiteboard. Notice this. We're under 9,000 away from a party. If you don't know what that is, like, subscribe, comment. Help us get to 50,000, and we will be doing a party in Vegas. Back to Dr. Jordan Grummet and Gary V. Gary V. said, go to an old folks home and talk to them. Most of them will talk about the regret, the things they did not do in life. Dr. Jordan Grummet was an adamant follower of the FIRE movement, financial independence, retire early, until he became a hospice doctor. When he became a hospice doctor and he talked to older folks that are living out their last few days, weeks, and months, he now realized that people regret the relationships, the joys, the passions, not an extra dollar saved or an extra weekend of working. He believes that the FIRE movement, which again, he was an adamant follower of it, is too rigid. He says it drives you to get to a net worth and then live on 4% of said net worth. It creates no joy. It, it is all about getting to some number and stop working. It is fear-based. A certain net worth, a retirement age. How old are you now? He was an adamant follower of the FIRE movement until he became a hospice doctor. So again, I, it's just something there, right? Again, the FIRE movement, it is wonderful. But you have to understand there's more to life than just scrimping and saving and minimalizing. So it is just truly about being happy. And if you ever have a chance to talk to someone older about what their life, let them talk, I think you will hear about regret. So again, book a brand new book by Dr. Gordon, Jordan, sorry, Jordan Grummet. Australian housing market. Again, remember, we've talked about Canada, the UK and Australia. They do not have at least a predominant share of 30-year mortgages. Their arms are resetting right into a teeth of rising rates. Uh, Australia's housing market, where is it? Down 5.3% for the country. In the city of Sydney, Australia, which if you haven't gone is beautiful. Been to Sydney a couple of times. Sydney was down 12.1%. Folks, when your adjustable rate mortgage resets and you can't afford it, you become a forced seller. This is why I do not recommend adjustable rate mortgages for almost anyone. So again, I expect the UK, Australia, and Canada to feel a lot of pain. Canada has these trigger rates, which are increasingly being hit. There's a lot of pain coming to uh, countries who rely on adjustable rate mortgages. The US, not so much. 98% of loans coming into 2021 were fixed. Now 11% are arms, but that's three, four, five years down the line. Uh, we did get some latest data from CoreLogic. CoreLogic's November data 
right? Remember Case Shiller, FHFA were October data. So CoreLogic is at least one month ahead. CoreLogic said year-on-year housing up 8.6%. So it does not look like we will get a negative number in 2022, like I called and got a lot of heat for, by the way. Uh, But they were down negative. So they were down 0.2% month on month. So if you take 2.2% and annualize it, you get a total down of 2.4%. I don't think that's where we will go. But again, that is the latest data from CoreLogic. Let's congratulate some people. Again, one rental at a time is about taking action and getting deals. Let's congratulate Chase for getting his, I think this is his ninth deal. Paul. Congratulations for getting your deal. Michelle, congratulations for getting your first deal. Look at that golden ticket. Ron Free, congratulations for getting your first rental. And Daniel, congratulations for getting your first deal. Again, folks, golden tickets are for your first deal. These black cards are for your next deal or series of deals. I am tracking these. We are now up to 30 next deals and we are up to 23 golden tickets so yes folks let me know if i've helped you in any way please send me your address i would love to send you a card and give you a shout out at the end of the daily financial news today's tuesday january 3rd have an amazing day like subscribe comment help us get to 50,000. we are now 8,965 subs away bye-bye